This is Kate Swoboda, creator of YourCourageousLife.com, director of the Courageous Living Coach Certification at TeamCLCC.com, and author of the book, The Courage Habit, which is available at booksellers and at Amazon. The Your Courageous Life podcast is all about going after what you want and creating and living a more courageous, emotionally resilient life. Might drop a couple of F-bombs, so maybe don't listen with your kids in the backseat of the car. And here we go with today's episode. Hey, friends. All right, today let's get into eliminating daily stressors. Important topic, right? And this podcast episode is something of a two-parter because I'm planning to do the next podcast episode on what to do for immediate stress relief. So this is the podcast episode that's about eliminating daily stress as in let's be preventative about stress. Let's try to proactively go, okay, I've got a lot of stress going on. Let me take it piece by piece, break it down a little bit, examine it. The next podcast episode that I will be recording is one on eliminating stress like in the moment. So you are in it and you are just going, oh my God, I am in it. I don't even know how to get out of it. I need like some tools, something to do right here, right now. And that will be the next episode. Now I titled this podcast episode, Eliminate Daily Stressors, but really what we're talking about is we're talking about eliminating or shifting. Okay. It's going to be both. This is a proactive approach to feeling less stress in your life. And I think of stress as being synonymous with fear. You can call it stress if that's what you prefer, but really we're talking about how do we stop letting fear, stress, et cetera, bog us down? How do we start acting with more intentionality, consciousness, alignment? And those are all things that if you're, if you're doing that, you're living with more courage. So eliminating is really taking out the daily stressors. And I'm going to spend less time on that because here's here's my little mini sermon on eliminating daily stressors. Y'all already know how to do that. I've never met a single coaching client where they talked about something that was stressing them out and they truly, literally had no idea how they could possibly take that thing out of their life. They might not have wanted the consequences or the repercussions that would happen if they took that out of their life, but it's not that they didn't know. So if you don't like your in-laws, you know that it is an option to never interact with them again. You might not like the repercussions of that, which could include drama from them or your partner being mad at you, or having some very real feelings of, well, gosh, you know, we've, I've got kids and I don't want them to not know members of their family. You know, like you could though choose never to interact with them again. It's not that you don't know how to eliminate that stress in your life. If you don't like your job, you could quit. You might not want the repercussions of that, which could include a financial fallout or or, or, or usually financial fallout's the biggest thing, but you actually do know what you could do to eliminate daily stressors from your job. So my mini sermon on eliminating daily stressors is going to be this. If you truly are committed to eliminating daily stressors in your life, 
Let's stop pretending you don't know what the options are and instead sit down with a piece of paper. These are the things that are stressing me out that I don't like, that I don't want to deal with anymore. And next to each one of those, create a list of five possible things that you could do that would eliminate those sources of stress from your life and then decide which one you want to take action on. Pretty big, right? You're probably listening to this. I mean, if if anybody was really considering taking that exercise on, they'd have a little bit of an oh shit look on their face right now. Kind of like, damn girl, like really? Yeah, really. Um, that's that's kind of the thing. You, you want to eliminate it. You actually are empowered to eliminate it 99.9% of the time. What people are actually really wanting help with is shifting how they feel about daily stress in their life. And I still titled this podcast episode, Eliminate Daily Stress, because if you can shift how you feel or your habitual reaction or work on the fear pattern so that it doesn't come up as a stress anymore, in essence, if you can shift enough so that something isn't bothering you to the same degree or at all, you have effectively eliminated it. That is also another option. But here's where I'm a little hardcore about that option. How committed are you to really shifting it? And I'm going to be the first person to raise my hand. And I happen to know that my longtime coach and friend and uh, person, Matthew Marzell, would be smiling if he was listening to this because he'd be going, oh, Kate. Oh, Kate. (laughs) Because boy, howdy. Did I walk into a number of coaching coaching episodes, listen to me, coaching sessions with Matthew Marzell and tell him like I was, you know, talking straight to Jesus and could not tell a lie that I wanted to change something. But man, when I started to actually like look at changing it, turns out I really wanted to complain about it more than I wanted to change it. Oy. And that's very human. And I'm telling you about that anecdote from my own life because I just want to say, I so get it. I so get it. There are times where we, are, we swear we want things to be different. And actually, when they are different or when it's really like, actually, you're empowered to make that different if you want to, it's profoundly uncomfortable. But just because it's uncomfortable doesn't mean that it isn't something worth looking at, shifting, changing, so that we can live better, happier, more courageous lives. That's why you're here. So let's talk about shifting. So eliminating daily stress. You can literally eliminate it by making a list, as I, as I mentioned. Now let's talk about shifting it. Again, same process. What are the actual things that are bugging you the most in your life? Make a list of the things that are actually bugging you the most in your life. And then ask yourself, what could I shift so that this would bug me even just a little bit less? Is there a change in habit? Is there a change to a relationship? Is there a change to your own behavior, either something you need to start doing or something you need to stop doing? And as you're looking at each of these items, check in with yourself. Are you truly done with the stress from that little daily stressor? Like, are you done? Because if what you really want is to just be supported emotionally and have someone hug you and hold you and tell you, I know that's really hard, you deserve that. But that isn't going to get you all the way there to what it takes to actually change it. 
Because if you actually want to change it beyond just being supported and being told, hey, I get it, it's hard. If you actually want it to not be that way anymore, you've got to decide, I'm done. I'm done with that. I'm not doing this anymore. Now, I'm a big examples person, so I'm going to give an example from something that has been a recent shift for me. And as you are listening, just plug in your own life situation and see where you relate and you're like, yeah, I see where I've done that pattern. Yeah, I see where this is the moment I need to make this decision. Yeah, this is where I need to sit down here. Something needs to be different. So uh, I have been running my business for quite a while. I always joke that I'm an internet dinosaur. Uh, I've, I've, I'm a life coach. Y'all know that I'm the author of the courage habit. Y'all know that to the outside world. For the most part, it looks like what I do is I create some podcast episodes or I write a few things and then somehow it all just works out that my programs enroll and people pay me money. And like, it's a good thing. I do work that I love. People pay money to receive the work that I love. Yay. Actually behind the scenes, I work with I mean, it's fluctuated a little bit, but it depends on the year. But I think currently it's like 15 different contractors who live all around the United States and Canada. Actually, behind the scenes, I am the person who handles all marketing and launch strategy. I am the person who gets contracts off to my attorney when I hire someone and make sure that they're all cleaned up, but then distributes the contracts and gets them signed and has all the onboarding documents when we take on a new team member and gets the W-9 on file and gets the 1099 issued at the end of the year, aka I'm my own HR department. I'm the person in charge of onboarding and training. I am a director of a life coach training program, Courageous Living Coach Certification. It's at teamclcc.com. We are ICF accredited. This means that we have different reporting things that we need to keep track of for the ICF in case the ICF ever says, I need to see this, this, and this from you. We've got it on hand. I'm the director of training. That means that I'm the one overseeing the curriculum. We have facilitators who work for our program. I'm the one overseeing the facilitators, making sure that all the trainees get what they need. And I have people who are helping me with all of this. I have people who are helping me facilitate. I have people who are helping me with billing. But at the end of the day, the marketing of everything in my business, the launch strategy, the, the determining of a budget for Facebook ads and the you know getting it out there, getting it done, getting it up on social media, the content creation, the behind the scenes, that's all mine. Now, all that having been said, here's how I have been doing life that has caused a lot of stress. Actually, before I go into here's how I have or was doing life that was causing a lot of stress, plug in your own situation into mine. Where are you, the household manager, the person doing two people's work at your, at your job, the one, you know, being the cruise director, getting the kids to all their different activities, the one planning the fun things for date night, the one signing up for this, that, and the other, managing the bills for your house, planning the meals, all the things. I'm not the only one. And at some point, you've probably felt stressed by all the different things that you're doing and all the different roles that you take on. So just plugging your situation into mine. Even if the circumstances are different, aka we have a lot to manage. That's it. It's really what's going on here. Here's how I used to do life, okay? I would make a very long to-do list 
like on a piece of paper. And I say, okay, these are all the things I need to get done. And I would feel a little high from the to-do list. Not literally like drugs, but high as in kind of like, ooh, look at me. I've got my to-do list. I'm going to knock it out. It's great. And then I'd start working. The work would usually pull in a couple more things for the to-do list. Because, you know, to-do lists, they're kind of like gremlins. You know, you throw water on them and they start to multiply. Maybe the idea gets bigger. The vision gets bigger. Maybe somebody else doesn't handle their thing that you thought they were going to handle. And so then it's like, oh, now thou can't just like not handle it. It needs to be handled. So now it's on my list. Things like that. Okay. Or you get sick or there's some unexpected hiccup and things just don't move as, as you would expect them to, or you were hoping they would, or your inner perfectionist told you (laughs) it would all work out. (laughs) Your ambitious inner perfectionist. So, okay, I made my to-do list. I start working on it. Overwhelm hits. Then it's, I work harder. I work more because I had this very strong idea that the only way to get through a to-do list was to work harder and get through more of the to-do list and not get up until I basically had gotten through the to-do list. I used to work 16-hour days. There were times where I forgot to eat. There were times where I developed back pain from sitting for so long. And finally I developed and then was diagnosed with an autoimmune disease. This was a while ago. I no longer am impacted by it, largely in part because I changed a lot of things. So all these things start to pile up. You feel really stressed and overwhelmed. Again, plugging your own situation. Does it sound about right? Okay. Then as I started to get more and more tired and because I was neglecting super basic self-care needs, like getting enough sleep, because I would work late to get things done and then go to bed late or not eating, as I mentioned, or eating crap because it was food that was easily available or, and certainly I was not exercising consistently. I would do it in kind of a like overachiever burst and then I'd fall off the wagon and it was just this constant like complication of how to even get it in, into my life. So self-care goes out the window. Then negative rumination gets really, really loud. Who do you think you are? You're not enough. All of that. Okay. And then it's more stress. And then it's like the stress starts making it hard to sleep. And then that makes me crave more sugar. And then the to-do list feels so long. It's like, well, I can't exercise now. So it's this whole mental thing. Then, of course, on top of that, there were the things that basically everyone deals with, which are, there are inevitably conflicts with people, people who are just rude, people who are not kind, conflicts with family members, conflicts with in-laws. And then those would take up some level of headspace in my head as I debated and weighed, how could I have done it better? Should I have done it better? They're the jerk and they should have done it better. And then all that, at some point it had to be I have to be the one who is going, it's time to shift. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done operating that way. I'm done. So slowing down and going, okay, I need to change a habit. I need to change a relationship. I need to change a behavior and I need to work on these fear patterns. So if you have been following me thus far and you're like, yep, you've got my number, Kate, and you're describing some variation of life I've been living, here's what comes next. This is how you start to eliminate the daily stressors. First thing, what are the habits that are causing a lot of these daily stressors to amplify? 
the sleep, the eating, the lack of exercise. If you don't have those dialed in on some level, some level of self-care, all of the, the habits, relationships, behaviors, reactions, etc., are going to amplify in your mind. In my own case, I actually had to sit down and go, okay, here's the thing. I am going to make sure these are the first initial commitments, sleep, exercise, and food get dialed in. So those were the first commitments. Then it became in my business, a different approach to to-do lists. Now you might have a great system for your to-do list. I'm going to give the example of what I was doing with my to-do list that was problematic And then if anybody wants to take away a little bit from this and then plug it into their own life, great. So I looked at my business and I said, okay, the the thing I need to shift here to eliminate daily stress is that I'm kind of constantly in this place of like doing a little bit of one kind of task and then a little bit of another and then a little bit of another. I'm doing an hour of marketing work, then I'm flipping over to content creation, then I'm trying to get some admin stuff done. And it just feels more crazy and chaotic. So I actually had to sit down and look at my business and the different roles that I play in my business and say, this is time when I am exclusively devoted to this. And then I had to look at a different, this is time when I'm exclusively devoted to this. Here's how you might do that in your own life. If meal planning is a daily stressor for you, you might need to pick 30 minutes once a week where you sit down and you say, This is what we're eating for dinner each night this week. If dealing with a really rude coworker is a daily stressor for you, you might need to sit down and say, okay, I'm limiting my contact with Karen to this time slot when we have to have a meeting. Other than that, I don't hang out in the break room when she's around. And if I, if she's starting to walk up to my desk, I pick up the phone and I start pretending I'm trying to dial a call and I'm just like, hey, I'm going to have to talk to you in a little bit. Other alternative to eliminate daily stress, I mentioned this earlier, is shifting your mindset around it, working on the fear pattern so that the daily stress just isn't at the same level. I had to really recognize that it was my perfectionist fear pattern. I laughed about it earlier, but it was my perfectionist fear pattern making this long list, not assigning any time slots to it whatsoever, but just making this long list as if I'm superwoman, I'm just going to knock it out in an hour. How many times did I need to do that pattern before it's like, hold on, it's not working. All right. Whatever your pattern is, whether it is people pleasing, perfectionism, pessimism, self-sabotage, At some point, you got to sit down and go, okay, these daily stressors are tied to patterns that I have in my life. How? How are they tied to it? Let me wake up to how these patterns are tied to the daily stressors in my life, and I will wake up to how to dismantle them. Because when I could wake up to perfectionism being the driving force behind my to-do list, then it was like, okay, so... How do I need to shift perfectionism? I need to start not having such high standards, revisiting the concept of what a high standard even is, be willing to redo how I've been doing things rather than stay stuck in this perfectionist I, I, controlling idea. Well, I've, I've put so much time into it already. I can't change it up. It, I, I need to keep pressing forward. Those are just my examples. What are yours? What are the mindset shifts that would shift everything for you? 
And this brings to mind a question that I really love that's from Jerry Colonna, the book Reboot. And he says, he asks his clients, how am I complicit in creating the conditions that I say I don't want? How am I complicit in creating the conditions that I say I don't want? If you have somebody who is a rude coworker, you can avoid them and minimize contact with them. You could also do something like reframe your interactions with them as an opportunity for you to get better at communication with somebody who is difficult to communicate with. If you have a family member that you are caring for right now, I know caregiver stress is a huge thing. You you actually can make the choice to no longer be their caregiver and you might not like how you feel about yourself in making that choice, but that too is something you can shift or you can start shifting your mindset and your attention to the things you're grateful for or what is this teaching me or how can I become more present moment to moment to moment? Maybe this is like a presence practice for you. Those sound, when we are in the thick of it, like really flimsy bullshit options. But they are the little micro movements that will get us through hard times. A hell of a lot of eliminating daily stress is really shifting by saying, I will put attention on the fact that this isn't working And I will say to myself, what do I need to do differently? And I will be willing to shift my mindset about this so that it is not given such importance. In essence, can I find a way to not make this into a problem? That isn't always possible, this can I find a way to not make this into a problem, because there are sometimes things that are very serious that we need to deal with. Like if if you have a cancer diagnosis, I'm not saying... Oh, you know, just don't make it into a problem. It's a problem. What I'm saying is whatever it is that you're walking through, how can you be really real about saying, this is my pattern. This is how I relate to the thing that I'm walking through that might not be helpful for me. And then how can I start to shift in whatever way possible, whatever I've got to grab for, even if I can shift just 1% a day, at the end of 30 days, you've shifted 30%. And at the end of 60 days, you've, you've shifted 60%. If you're shifting just 1% a day, and at the end of 90 days, you're shifting 90%. Life could be 100% better about 100 days from now. Any habitual fear-based reactions that we have to the things that we don't like in our lives, those fear-based reactions will drive the stress up. So let's be really conscious and intentional about saying, hold on a minute, If this is something I don't like, I don't want to put it to the background. I want to deal with it straightforward. And I want to say, here are the little things I can start doing to shift my mindset, my habits, the way I relate to this thing, behaviors, things I need to start doing or stop doing. All right, that's today's podcast. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. You know you can continue the work and the fun if you want to. 
Head on over to yourcourageouslife.com forward slash begin and become a Your Courageous Life subscriber because as soon as you sign up, you get access to an entire library of worksheets and audios and other bonuses. And of course, you'll be receiving more courage in your inbox and who wouldn't love that? You can learn more about the Courageous Living Coach Certification at teamclcc.com. You can get the Courage Habit at your local bookseller on Amazon, wherever you like. We can even connect on social media. I'm on Facebook at Your Courageous Life. So look for facebook.com forward slash Your Courageous Life. And I'm on Instagram as Kate Courageous. And I'd love to connect with you on Instagram. So here's to you using these courageous tools in your life and creating a real ripple effect of good. And again, thanks so much for listening. I love it that you're here.